Hey, faithful listeners. Do you have an idea for an episode topic? Do you have your own opinions about what we talk about when we talk about zombies? Do you suspect someone of mind wizardry? Are you your own grandpa? Do you suspect us of mind wizardry? Let us know what you're thinking by emailing us at suggestions at lifenarrated.com. Listeners, and welcome to Life Narrated, the podcast about life and the stories you tell. We tell. We life, tell them together. Life and the stories we tell. My name is Emily, and I am a cryptozoology doctor. I am a doctor of cryptozoology. You just want to start again? <laughs> I just did. Go fuck yourself. You sure. <laughs> I'm Perfect. Matt, and I'm a magical creature that definitely exists. My name is Lauren, and I'm the new professor of the Care of Magical Creatures. Yay! Uh, and today we're going to talk about a slew of magical creatures. We actually have a bunch of episodes about magical creatures. We have uh, Zombies, Episode 3, Vampires, Episode 19, Werewolves, 23, and Ghosts, 24. But we there's a lot of smaller creatures that uh, we don't really do an episode on. We can't really do an episode on them. Oh, there's just a lot. There's a lot. So we decided there is an article in the New York Times, and they kind of have a list of a bunch of magical creatures, and they ask you to rank them. And this is kind of a fun party game to do. Um, can, can you imagine going to that party, though? I, it sounds like it would be awesome. It would be yeah. an awesome party. For those of you following along at home, the article is called, in the New Yorker, Fantastic Beasts and How to Rank Them by Katherine Schultz from October 30th, 2017. And... Um, it's a really an article about how we know what we know or why we think things are true, but they use the magical creatures and ranking the list of plausibility of each magical creature on that list as like a thought experiment. And we really liked it. And so in light of the fact that we did all these episodes of about magical creatures, we decided we would do kind of a wrap-up episode and do our own lists and discuss all those. Yeah, and, and go ahead and, and emphasize again uh, that it's about the plausibility. Mm-hmm. Not like if you like them or not. Right. Not your favorite one, but like if you think that they are more likely to exist than the others on the list. Yes. I'm going to just read out all of them so you can think about them in your mind, and then we're going to talk about uh, our lists, and then we're going to talk about specific creatures. So all of them, uh, in order that the article gives us, is angels, demons, dragons, pixies, ghosts, harpies, elves, mermaids, Loch Ness, Leviathan, giants, pegasus, centaurs, uh, unicorns, tooth fairy, phoenix, werewolves, vampires, genies, and zombies. We actually have two add-ons to this list that we didn't include in our list, but we'll talk about um, they're Bigfoot and aliens, because we do want to talk about those. And maybe we'll have our own episode on aliens. Who knows? Now, we're going to read our lists in order. I think that's what we wanted to right. do. We're going to read our individual lists one at a time without discussing them, and then we're going to take time to discuss them afterwards. Okay. So that you guys know what we personally think individually, and then we can get into the nitty-gritty about why and how. Yeah, so go ahead and get that piece of paper out. Right, and take this opportunity now. We'll wait. For you to make your own list. Yeah. Or just hit pause. 
Boop, 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 boop. Okay, you're done. I'm just going to loop that. I'm going to loop it. <laughs> Six hours of Six list hours making. Of Are you done? <laughs> Are you done, listener? Now it's time to hear our list. That's Would right. You like to go first. And I'm going to do it in, in order of yeah. plausibility here. There so you go. Zombies are number one. Ghosts are number two. Demons are number three. Angels, four. Loch Ness Monsters, five. Giants, six. Leviathan, seven. Uh, eight is... Uh, mermaids, nine is vampires, ten are genies, eleven is centaurs, twelve is unicorns, thirteen is pegasus. I got all the horse creatures kind of yeah. grouped together. Mm-hmm. Fourteen that. is phoenix, fifteen is harpies, sixteen is pixies, and seventeen is elves. Eighteen is tooth fairy, and I didn't realize dragons were on the list. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, mis- I miswrote their list, so I. They come somewhere in the middle there. Okay, so number one, zombies. Number two, leviathans. Three, Loch Ness. Four, Bigfoot. Five, dragons. Six, ghosts. Seven, unicorns. Eight, pegasus. Nine, giants. Ten, werewolves. Twelve, centaurs. Thirteen, harpies. Fourteen, vampires. Fifteen, pixies. Sixteen, tooth fairy. Uh, Seventeen, phoenix. Eighteen, genies. Nineteen, demons. Twenty, Angels. Hmm. So we have a lot of weird wet lists between yeah, the three of us. interesting. We're going to... I don't believe... I, it's hard for me to imagine that you put angels and demons at the very end there. I, I did, and I was surprised that you guys put them so close to the top, but mm-hmm. uh, okay. hold on. We're going to let... Uh, um, I'm redoing my list. Lori. Uh, and we just cut it out. Somehow I ended up with 19, but okay. whatever. I pushed through. I added Bigfoot in mine, so... Okay, so mine is now. Number one. Starting with number one. Plausibility. Number one is... Zombies. Ghosts, number three is Leviathan, number four, Demons, uh, five, Angels, six, Vampires, seven, Loch Ness, eight, Dragons, nine, Giants, ten, Harpies, eleven, Pixies, twelve, Werewolves, um, thirteen, Unicorns, fourteen, Pegasus, fifteen, Centaurs, sixteen, I didn't write the number down, sixteen is the Phoenix, seventeen, Mermaids, 18 elves and then the tooth fairy. Okay, cool. I want to talk about first zombies and then we should start in list order. Okay. Because we have had a podcast about zombies. And and I think zombies is all our number one as well. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. because they do exist. And there are clinical cases of zombies. I mean, maybe not in a magical way, right. but people are proclaimed zombies. Also, there are tons of animals who become zombies. There's right. a fungus that like infects these ants and they are dead mm-hmm. but they just go like they're mechanically moving up the fungus takes control yeah i read this thing recently that some scientists were doing research <laughs> on it yeah and it actually doesn't kill like it, people used to think that the fungus would take over the brain and then it would um use the brain to move the rest of the body it doesn't do that it takes over the muscular structure and so the creature's brain is still alive. Oh, no. And it's just like, that's what the horrible. fuck is happening to me? So that's like even more, I it's mean, that's even worse. Yeah. That's even worse, but it's also like almost to a certain degree, like more horrifying um, than, and more zombie-like, right? Where it's like, well, maybe not. Because you can't control yourself. Because you can't control yourself. Like they know, they're aware of what's happening and they can't control themselves. And I think of like zombies as being creatures that just have this like uncontrollable Lust for human flesh. Yeah, but they're not like like conscious. They're not aware, really. yeah. right? That's what I'm saying. Like that's the difference. But it's the same in the sense that it's like you have no control and you don't get to. I think it would be a really amazing supervillain who like harnessed this fungus 
and that made it affect humans. You're, uh, there's a game terrifying. about that already. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, The Last of Us is a zombie game, but that's like the 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 fiat they use to make zombies real is that this fungus has become airborne and decided to affect humans. Oh, I see. And like it looks just like those like. You you go into areas that are like zombie infested, and it looks just like those pictures you see of the ants with like stuff sprouting out of them. It's like oh. people's bodies slumped against the wall with like huge fungus oh. things growing all around them, and like that's like the very final stage. But the first stage is like yeah. super aggro zombies and whatever. Yeah. It's a fantastic game, The Last of Us, but have it exists you, already. Have you guys ever read Annihilation? No, it's very similar to that. They're making a movie with Natalie Portman. It's Ooh. coming out. It's so dense, but it's like. 100 pages. It's so good. Um, And it's the Area X trilogy, so it's Annihilation. I can't remember the other two. But they're really pretty books, really good. And it's kind of... I mean, I don't really know where it's going at this moment. I finished the first book. Mm -hmm. But, like, there's something about funguses and mind control and something like that. Sounds very similar. Anyway. So let's start with the top of the list, which is Angels. Angels. You had... What was your number for Angels? I had four. And Lauren... I had five. I had 19. <laughs> <laughs> so explain your weirdness, Emily. Um, angels don't exist. <laughs> uh, well, the way I, the reason I put them at four okay. is because they're like a central feature of lots of religions, and like so are a lot of things like that may probably don't exist, maybe probably don't exist. Yeah. But also, like, I think it's more pl- like. If you took a poll of the general populace, I think this would be higher on the list. Okay. So I was kind of, like, deferring to the knowledge of others. It seemed more plausible than, like, a tooth fairy or whatever. Okay. I I agree with Matt. I made mine. So, I know we're going to talk about this later, but what if angels are aliens? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's getting into a lot of stuff. Yeah, so, like... I just want everyone to imagine that that meme of, like, aliens from the guy from the History Channel. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, for me, because they are humanoid, I think it would be very easy for, um, like, ancient people to have seen an alien and attribute it to it, like, to a god. Right. What we're talking about is, like, a a being, a humanoid being Uh that seems to have supernatural powers and is all purity Subservient to God. Yeah, is supposedly very good. So, I mean, yeah, that could be an alien. I mean, like, uh, ancient cultures would have seen, like, a particularly man-shaped stump and would have thought the same thing. Right. So, like, it could have been anything. <laughs> um, okay, all right. But I... Be- okay, and then... and So, like, looking at demons, because I, on my list... So, demons is the next one yeah. on the list. And my personal list, I had demons before angels. Me too. Because, same. Yeah. <laughs> because, let's face it, we're shitheads. <laughs> yep. That was exactly yeah. right. The idea that, like, there is a, there is an evil thing. <laughs> more likely to exist. More likely to exist. <laughs> but only slightly. Yeah. Right. So, that was actually the next on the list. Where, where was yours, Emily? Uh, 18. Although, to be fair, at the bottom of the list, I really didn't, like rank them too carefully uh-huh. I was just like these are all at the bottom of the list these are all garbage I would definitely put Tooth Fairy under after Demo- Demons and Angels but I think Genies and Phoenix is above so yeah we'll get, we'll get to them anyway 18 and Lauren My, had, mine was three, four excuse me four I had uh, Demons at three mm-hmm. so slightly more plausible than Angels in all three cases yeah, yeah. so here's something else I want to mention before we kind of get into this because um, like what does it mean to exist? 
I think we talk about like belief, right? So people believe these things exist. So we're looking at like, could this be a thing that exists in our world, regardless of whether there is actual like evidence? Okay. Because that's where belief comes into play. Sure. But we're talking about like, like we believe the physical thing, like the creature exists. Like you could go to a place somewhere on planet earth and see it. And find these things. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As opposed to like... It exists in a, in a powerful you. way in our imagination that like reflects in the world. Right. Not that. Well, and, like, I think that's an important way of, dis- like, that's an important distinction to make because, like, in the case of angels and demons, like, they exist in a, they are the most powerful creatures on this list in a, we believe in them and so we do things in, because of that belief. Right. Kind of way. Yeah. You know, like, their, their influence shows up in the world in much more than anything else. Tangential I just, ways than I just else. recently had um, an, a situation where somebody was talking about not themselves, but someone they knew being possessed by demons and how they were exercised. And like... Apparently they're very convincing exorcisms. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and something that this person reported based on their like religious beliefs is that like, oh yeah, like, and just because they got this one out, you know... They, they'll keep coming after him, and, like, we know that. We know that. So this that, person's never going to be free of, like, our uh, uh, harassing him. Yeah, yeah. Great. So that that was, like, a really intense kind of moment to see somebody whose belief in demons was so real. Yeah. Um, and that's a whole other topic, right, as far as, like, what we believe about that. But yeah. that belief exists, and I've recently encountered it. <laughs> I think it's interesting. It's kind of one of, like one of those culturally bounded syndromes, in my opinion. Like you know, Wendigo syndrome, mm. where someone is just eating everything yeah. because they they have a mental illness and it's expressing itself in a way that makes sense to him. And in that way, I think demons express themselves in that there's something seriously wrong with this person, and it's being expressed in a way that makes sense to them. Sure. Um, um, I just I just want to point out that like. All of these creatures do exist in some way, like in our imaginations, and they make us do or think things or act in ways that yeah. are, you know, probably not how we would act if we didn't believe in them. And like that's really where the power of all these 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 fantastical creatures comes from. It's not like whether or not the genie can grant you wishes or vampires can suck your blood. It's like the things you do because you think a vampire can suck your blood. Yeah. And the thing society does, and the art society makes, and the money society exchanges. Yeah, and mm-hmm. how people dwell on them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think, like we're doing right now. <laughs> um, I after my friends really got into supernatural, they started carrying around vials of salt with yeah, them. Yeah, great. And I was like, <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> I like that I show too. But well, I did something similar when I was little and watched Hocus Pocus oh, because yeah. they talk about the circle of salt keeps you safe. Yeah. Yeah, but you were little is the thing. I was little. <laughs> this, this woman was over 30. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so I think... And, and I think that's why, when, when we look at our lists, um, I think that's why Matt and I rank them so high, is because that's... They are very powerful. Yeah, I think because right. they're powerful. I Whether think that, or not they exist. Right. They, they play into our minds, and so I'm like, yeah, so pl- if we're talking about the plausibility, I think that's why we ranked them high. That's a good point, because... Uh, it's one of those things that, like, something that appears across cultures is more likely to exist, mm. even mm-hmm. if it's this fictitious thing. Especially, too, because there's a lot of phenomenons that happen in multiple cultures, but, like, separately. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? So it's like, oh, so, like, vampires, for example, like... Vampires is a good example. And and maybe we can talk about those this more when we get itself. to vampires and yeah. ghosts, but... The, the story of the flood. 
Yeah, exactly. So whenever you see things like that where it's like, oh, there's a story from China and from Japan and from South America and from, you know, European countries. like Inuit tribes or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold up, something else. I uh, Just an FYI, I put genies and demons basically on the same level because jinns are demons. In the Islamic culture, they call demons jinns. Yeah, right. And they um, don't necessarily have to be evil. But they're non-Islamic, and so for they're pagan and evil. Huh. Interesting. Um, so. so, like, they're not, like, all of them are bad dudes, but, some, but like, they're all not they're Islamic. Pagan. So, yeah, yeah. like, so, they are categorically evil. Yeah, and, like, for instance, probably an old god that was worshipped would be referred to as a jinn by the Islamic Oh, I imam. see. It's really yeah. fancy. Uh, so fantastic. It's, yeah. Interesting. Um, anyway. <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's well, let's cool. go. <laughs> let's keep moving yeah. and talk about uh, dragons. dragons. So dragons for me was um, five as very likely because uh, I mean we have dinosaurs. Why not? There are flying mm. dinosaurs. Mm. Um, the world is huge. They could be hiding somewhere. I did not have dragons on the list. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, you <laughs> I put dragons at number eight, uh-huh. kind of for a similar similar thought. Where it's just like you know we talk about like, I mean I know that we named Komodo dragons Komodo dragons, but I think about like a creature like that and how dragon is kind of like a. I think we all think of like a winged lizard like thing, but like yeah. people. All, all different cultures have been calling different things dragons. So, you know, giant yeah. serpents yeah. Mm-hmm. with no limbs. And then there's, like, serpents that have wings and, you know, and they yeah. all have, like, different names. But I think they can kind of fall under the umbrella of dragons. Dragons, yeah. So I think in, the term, in terms of, like, that dragon is kind of a broad term. Yeah. That they definitely can exist. Maybe just we've, like, um, like through our imagination and through time and history – kind of um, hyperbolize them a bit. Yeah. That's true. And I think, um, yeah, I enjoy a lot of stories about dragons. I think I can't dismiss dragons because of those Pern books. Like, I'm just, like, super into those Pern books still. So, um, but they, I mean, to be That's honest. Emma McCaffrey's the, the World of Pern books. What's yeah. What's Pern. Pern. Uh, the series. Dragon Riders of Pern. Dragon Riders of Pern. That's what it was. Uh, they ride dragons, y'all. Um, but... That book is very scientific, even though it is fantastical. Like, if you read long enough, they tell you how they bred these dragons. They used to be, like, small little flying Mm -hmm. uh, lizards, and they bred them to be big enough to carry people. Um, And I'm not saying anyone on Earth has been doing that, but, like, it is possible, because there are such things as flying lizards from dinosaur age. Right. And, and too, like, I think... Game of Thrones, whether you've read the books or the TV show, there's definitely that kind of, like, oh, yeah, then we started inbreeding them and they shrank. Yeah. So it was kind of like the opposite where they were kept um, prisoner, essentially, and so they shrank and kind of, you know. know. And so that's kind of how I think that they could still exist. Yeah. It's like their ancestors, their ancestry... You know, either we blew them up into... They were always small. We blew them up into these giant things or vice versa. Mm. Yeah. Where to survive, maybe they did their own kind of selective breeding and made themselves more smaller and adaptable because when you're big and you have to eat a lot and then you're competing with humans for resources, you get hunted. Yeah. 
Okay. A lot of megafauna went extinct when humans came around. So yeah, yeah we so like to we be the biggest thing around. Saber toothed tigers or right, right, or anything like that. Um, so that's why I think that. Okay, they're cool. Um, Matt, where you would you put them? I would put dragons at two or like this. The second most plausible, probably, because I think that's... You guys made good arguments, and hopefully I would have got there on my own <laughs> without your help. Um, okay, what's the next one? Pixies. Pixies. I don't fucking know what a 16. pixie is. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. What's the pixie? Mine's, what's the difference between I mean, pixie I put them at 11 because I was like, 15. you know... It's like a fairy. Yeah. Like, so a small humanoid... Well, not necessarily humanoid. Yeah, humanoid. I mean, humanoid with wings that like flies around? They can fly yeah. Generates fly. light? Yeah. Photosynthetic? Like not photosynthetic, but yeah. um, bioluminescent. Bioluminescent. That's the yeah, word we're yeah. looking for. Which is funny because now I'm looking at my list and I was like, oh, I'll put. So I put Pixies at number 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have put it at like number 18. Mine's 15. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I should have put it lower because I don't believe the Tooth Fairy exists. And you're right. I was just kind of like, what is a. What do I think of when I think of a pixie? And then when you said fairy, I was like, oh, yeah. I think that, that's what yeah. I think of in my brain. That's the picture tooth I conjure. Tooth fairy and pixie, to me, are the same thing. Although the tooth fairy is a singular yeah. pixie that does something specific. <laughs> it's a specific. famous pixie. <laughs> it's a very famous pixie. Um, so, and, like, Tinkerbell, the very famous pixie. Um, um, I also want to mention, too, that, like, the idea of what a fairy is is, like, kind of weird like we have a like a weird opinion of it now because of like Tinkerbell and all those other things mm-hmm. but like back in the day it was just like kind of like a magical humanoid creature and like not the fairy folk exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. and then they could turn invisible and take like take and they were like not things. necessarily malevolent but they yeah. were very mischievous and kind of like indifferent to human mm-hmm. beings suffering so yeah, they would absolutely. do something for entertainment purposes yeah we talk a lot or we haven't talked a lot about excuse me the opposite of that like changelings and stuff, which yeah. is where like fairies steal a human yeah. baby and leave a fairy baby yeah. behind. Yeah, and to me, they're again very similar to Jin, except Jin are a little bit more malevolent than them. But like, there are these supernatural creatures that live alongside humans that humans don't necessarily see, but it affects their lives. And like, right. humans sometimes try and intervene and like give them gifts or something in order to win their favor. Yeah, um, like isn't a, a like, I think we've mentioned this before, but, like, isn't a puka, like, a type of fairy folk? Yeah. And, like, they kind of stick with, they're kind of uh, associated with a family. Yeah. And so they're, if you're good to like them. Dogs. yeah. Yeah, like, if you're good to them and, like you said, like, leave them favors or treats or whatever, then they kind of protect your mm. house and your yeah. home. And, but if you don't, then they create, they like. your shit up. Yeah. They create trouble for yeah. you. Yeah, and that's, like, similar to, like, brownies, for instance. If you have a brownie in your house, it cleans for you, and you need to take care of it. And if you don't take care of it, it'll leave, and then you have to clean for yourself, basically. Yeah, so lots of there's lots of different kind of fairies. Um, I would consider pixies a subset of fairies. Mm-hmm. I wonder why fairies are not on this list. Yeah, I feel like that's another one where maybe because they brought up tooth fairy. And pixies. Well, and pixies are basically of, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless you want to get it like deep into the lore, which I right. don't think they need to do. No, but that's interesting because if if it was like fairy folk, like if it's what we were talking about, I'd be like, yeah. oh, that's way more likely to exist. <laughs> right, right. Then yeah. like a teeny tiny little like Tinkerbell yeah. thing. Yeah. So, but that's not well. That's not the way the list was. So yeah. Let's go on the next one. Next one. Yep. Okay, so ghosts. Ghosts. We already did a whole episode. Two. Ghosts. Your two. 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 What did I put? I had six. I had it pretty mm. high up there. Yeah, but it wasn't two, so <laughs> okay, explain well, yourself. <laughs> um, like we're, there's a lot of there's a lot of evidence 
Um, however, the science of it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, have you ever seen Ghost Facers? <laughs> I it's have all science. Ghost Facers. <laughs> um, I did the research for the ghost episode, if you recall, uh-huh. and there was there was some evidence, and even like re- reputable scientists who were trying to refute the whole like thing didn't really give me enough reasons to be like, no, ghosts don't exist. These other things make more sense to me. Zombies, for instance, make more sense because we know that they exist and there's a chemical way that they're created. But for zombie, for ghosts, it's just, it's a harder sell for me. You do have it pretty high, so I'll give you that one. Yeah. But, yeah, no, ghosts, because, like, once again, it was like the plausibility thing of other people. Like so many people believe That's in ghosts. True. That if it's I had like, thought of that, I probably would have ranked it a little higher. And also, I didn't. I didn't even think of the scientific evidence. Like, yeah, I was kind yeah. of going off as science a, for the whole thing. Well, as as opposed to like there being nothing. At least people are trying to like discover. Yeah. The I definitely kind of thought of it more in that way because we when we mentioned earlier, just like culturally seeing it in different places around the world. Like we talked about in our ghost episode, we talked about I think um, the woman in white. Right, mm-hmm. and that's something that pops up all, all all over the world, and so the story differs. But the there, you know, those main things of like the the female ghost who has been done wrong by a man, right, and died. Yeah, and so and a lot of you know, so it's a lot of times they're near a bridge, but sometimes they're on like just like a road, like a certain patch of road. You know, there are these similarities that are close enough that it's like, whoa, these originated in completely different places. So yeah. that's kind of why I was uh, rank them really high, and also because I do believe in them. So <laughs> With, I, like, I know that's not part of it, but it's like, well, I believe in them. Well, that so. is, that's absolutely part of it. Like, yeah. yeah, because you believe in it, make, that makes them very plausible to yeah. you. Yeah, and like, um, like you said, it it does come up everywhere, and like the frequency of ancestor worship mm-hmm. in cultures across the world is just it's a lot. So. That makes a lot of sense to me. Also, I recently have been sitting in my house and been seeing things out of the corner of my eye <laughs> that I think are moving, like, just like flashes of black or something. Oh, jeez. I'll look, and there's something there. So, like, ghosts are probably real. So, my house is probably haunted. your house or is you're, haunted. Or you're having a psychotic break. Yeah, could be. Um, Either next. or. <laughs> <laughs> so, next on the list is harpies. Harpies. Which, half bird, half woman. I put them right in the, kind of in the middle of my list. And that's one of those things where, like, I don't really have any feeling. I mean, I don't think they exist. And so they're kind of, like, at the bottom of the list in no particular order. I have mine at three because I know some harpies in real life. But I'm – no, I'm joking. I put them at 15. <laughs> I, like, I will slap you if you messed up your list for this stupid joke. Um, I, I essentially was kind of like, I don't, I don't really feel like harpies are real, but there were things that I felt more adamantly were not – Right. You know what I mean? So it just kind of, it's not so much that I was trying to push it towards the bottom that it just kind of rose to the top because there were other There were things that you had strong feelings about not existing and then there was harpies. Yeah. (laughs) So it ended up like kind of right in the middle. Yeah. I got 13 for mine. Um, I just don't. I had 10. Yeah. 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 I just really, I'm really indifferent to the idea of them and maybe it's because they do have, (coughs) as Matt pointed out. This really kind of negative female, like, yeah. persona. Aspect. Yeah. Because it's, right, harpies are like eagle-bodied things women. with heads of women. With breasts of women. Specifically. With breasts. Specifically. With tits, tits out all day. Tits out all day. <laughs> I, I find it interesting that when the that. animals are like half human, half woman, there's always the breasts. Like, it's you know? not like... <laughs> 
Can I tell him? I mean, is... you take the stinger from a scorpion, you take the mane of the lion, of course you're going to take the tits of a lady. A <laughs> tits of a lady. <laughs> you just take I the tell... best parts of all the animals and smoosh them together. It makes sense. Right? So I'm going to tell this really cute story, yeah. and I'm, I swear I'm going to like bring it back. So uh, I, my nephew is four, yeah, and he went to like a petting zoo or something at the fair. I'm not sure where it was at, but... He got to um, milk a cow. Oh, nice. His grandfather was like, how'd it go? What'd you do? Like, after that, he's like, I put lotion on that cow's penis, and he peed out milk. <laughs> <laughs> and, which is which is obviously like, oh, oh no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> then, that works. Exactly. So then I'm like, I'm like hearing this story. I was like, so did anybody tell me he actually, like, squeezed that cow's titties? <laughs> <laughs> we need to. I and think, she milked out milk? I think that's something you need to clarify instantly. Because yeah, there are no mistakes there. I think they did. I think they definitely did. Um, this is also the same child who did the, like, what did the ghost say to the bee? What did the ghost say to the bee? Booby. <laughs> and then, but then he like he like pokes me in the boob when he said oh. it. So he's got That's this like not okay. he's four. He's adorable. He doesn't do it to like strangers. Um, <laughs> but like, I, it was just Do-y. that thing where it's just kind of like I was like, oh my gosh. So like, my that. nephew who is don't, don't my nephew that. who is like he is, he is four. He is like learning about you know to their credit, um, his parents are like. You know, teaching him about his body. Yeah. And so they use, you know, that he's like, oh, yeah, I touched that cow's penis. And he's like, oh, no, honey. You touched her boobies. Yeah, her <laughs> boobies. But, like, you know, kids and human beings in general, right? Booby Like, harpies have, like, actual breasts. But why wouldn't they have udders? Like, as opposed to, like, <laughs> yeah. breasts or something. Because we're going crazy. Why not? The best parts of all the animals. The best. <laughs> so, like, if... Smush together the best parts. Not their quad penis. <laughs> Who cares about that? Nobody cares about the quad penis That's on a right. cow. I just want them titties. <laughs> titties. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I always find that interesting. Like, mermaids always have boobs. Yeah. It's not, like, fish and then, like, human face. <laughs> and, like, harpies, sirens, all sorts of things. Harpies and sirens Sphinxes. are always very Sphinxes. similar. What are they? Sphinxes. Sphinxes. These Sphinxes Which is boobs. weird, too, because I read this thing. The sh- Sphinxes should be on here, but maybe it kind of falls into a harpy-esque yeah, part. Yeah, like an, probably. an animal lady mashup. <laughs> <laughs> but I was watching something, and it was like, Egyptian Sphinxes were men. Oh, really? And the Greek one... The Greek Sphinx that tells the riddle was yeah. part woman. Yeah. Oh, and I was like, was. huh, that's interesting because you always think of a Sphinx. Like, you think of the Sphinx as being the, like, lady lion statue in yeah. Egypt, but as the Greek question asker, you yeah. know? And <sighs> is the statue in Egypt a girl? No, it's supposedly it's a man. Yeah. I don't remember seeing boobs on it. I don't remember seeing boobs right. on it either. Yeah, we went there. We saw it. We yeah. did not see boobs. No boobs. Interesting, because I did assume it was a woman. Also, so maybe harpies just have, have man nose boobs. Either. It doesn't have a nose, but that so it could be confusing to us. Mm. Well, maybe he took the boobs too. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> that would make <laughs> more sense, frankly, than taking the nose. Like, what's no, I mean, Napoleon? it broke by accident. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes. Um, yeah, haven't you seen Aladdin? <laughs> I don't think that's how it happened. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, anyway, let's um, well, so what I was going to say is like, so maybe harpies aren't actually, maybe they're men that just have boobies. Man boobies. Well, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move on. Um, I elves. wouldn't believe that one. Elves. Elves. So uh, for this, I oh, wasn't yeah. sure if we meant like Santa's elves, like helper elves, or we're talking like Legolas. 
and we can probably talk about either. I think they're both for me on the same. Yeah, plane. I agree. And also, if we're talking about Santa's elves, it's basically the same realm as pixies. Like that's, yeah, elves, that's true. Fair point. You know, um, I had them as we're talking about elves, right? Mm-hmm. Elves was at. I had them initially higher on the list, but then I moved them, and I can't find them now. No changing. That's cheating. No, this was before we started. Uh, okay. Well, I have them at 17. 17. I have them at 18. 18. Very unlikely. I initially had them at 7, and then I forgot to put them back on the list, but they're definitely down at the bottom. I think probably... Not, you're just trying to, like... You do this for all of them. You're like, oh, I didn't get the same ones. No, see, uh, look. Say 18. I, I crossed it out. I, I do see it. <laughs> I don't remember where I put it again. Um. Anyway, less likely than that. Yeah. Definitely um, under the yeah, so plausibility thing. The Legolas style elves, I just don't see it. No. But maybe the, the Santa's, Santa's elves, considering it's Christmas time, I should probably say that a little bit louder. I definitely <laughs> believe in Santa's elves. I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. <laughs> but uh, I don't. So... <laughs> um, I really... Yeah, I can't really... I can't really... Find a reason. Just that I don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, and maybe it's because they've been kind of infanticized in the terms of like, yeah. they only live with Santa or in a tree making cookies. <laughs> cookies. And then you have the elves of like, yeah, like Tolkien's elves. And then I'm like, well, no. Those are cool, but there's but, evidence yeah. to the contrary. Right. So for the like helper elves, I would rank them about the same as pixies because like, you know. Yeah. And for like legless elves, it's like... I find it very unlikely there's a society of humanoid creatures on this earth that we don't have contact with. Like, I find that very hard to believe. Sure. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Especially when it's sophisticated and, like, as this, as elves are so. There are some... Some... uh, Uncontacted tribes. Yeah, but also, like... uh, Something that proves the rule. Like, uh, exception that proves the rule, I think, in, in the case of uncontacted... Colonies of people, which we will get to later on. Okay, in this list. Cool, cool, cool. Um, mermaids, mermaids. That's I them. Eight. Love mermaids. <laughs> you think there is an uncontacted colony of mermaids? Way somewhere? down deep in the ocean somewhere. I put seventeen for in the bottom of some lake somewhere. Where did I put? We them? know more about outer space than we know about our own oceans. I, oh my like, god, I didn't put them on this list. Well, that is dumb. I agree with you about that part, but I also um, feel like. This is, like, a really kind of sad view of it. But it's, like, I feel it just kind of like the giant squid, you know, yeah. where, like, people really didn't know what that was. And then we start, like... We catching. recently found them. We, yeah, yeah. But, like, we find parts of them. And we have evidence on, like, sperm whales because they, like, yeah. have, like, yeah. you know, so it's, like, oh, well, this whale was obviously eating something that had these tentacles that had to be at least this big. So there's, like, evidence of them and we've recently found them. I feel like if mermaids were real, we would have murdered at least one by now. <laughs> If not right. more. But here's the question, though. Like, you're not... If, if we're talking about, like, top half person, mm-hmm. bottom half fish, depending on which half you get, you're not going to know if it's a person or a fish. You're not going to know if it's... It's either a person or a fish. You're not going to know like, if it's... oh, no, this guy got bitten in half. Exactly. <laughs> By you're a not going to this mermaid got bitten in half. You're going to be like... Okay, I guess. Yeah. I, I had them at nine in my old list, um, and I didn't really move them. Yeah, well, mostly because 
That is under the unplausible line. There's hmm. a line of things that I don't think exist. No. Because that seems very implausible that a fish-human hybrid exists somewhere. I mean, you I believe want what you want. I want it to exist so bad, Matthew. Do not <laughs> give me false hope. <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot of ocean out there. There's a lot of lakes, a lot of I places agree. that... We don't know anything about because, you know, we know more about outer space, like I said, than our own oceans. We know more about the surface of the moon than we do about the bottom of the ocean. There you go. Well, so I feel like that ties in well with, like, Loch Ness. I was going to yeah. hold that for... Oh, it's the next one. It's okay. next, yeah. Loch Ness and Leviathans, I kind of rolled together because a Loch Ness is a Leviathan. Like, Leviathan in the old Hebrew Bible just refers to a sea monster of great size. It's not, like, specifically right. a lobster or a, a whale or I whatever. I put Leviathan at number three Ooh. because of that reason. Because That's it's the... like, I'm like, blue whales. Hello. Yeah, yeah I, that is a Leviathan. Two. Yeah. Put it number two after zombies. Loch Ness is at five and Leviathan at seven. Uh, Leviathan's two, Loch Ness three. Same. So yeah, because I consider them. Similar. But you had mermaids would, like way down low. Because that seems very scientifically implausible. She, oh, you're talking about scientific. Yeah. Oh, you're learns. talking about like the evolution. Like how did that evolutionary? Yeah. Track how exist? did that come about? Yeah. Did a person fuck a fish? That's. I just saw and if that the happens, shape of water last night, and I'll tell <laughs> okay. you what. It could happen. This is how we get mermaids. Exactly. I'm excited to watch this movie. I, I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I put. I put Loch Ness, um, I put that at seven, and I put Leviathan at three. And the only reason I put Loch Ness at seven is because I think that, I, I mentioned this before we started recording, and Loch Ness is also like, um, or Leviathan and Loch Ness are like side by side in the thing, so we're not just jumping around. Yeah. But I think Loch Ness could have existed, but I think it's like the lifespan of just a, a living thing is probably dead now. Oh, you know what? Loch Ness should have been, like, number two. Because, Why? like, all, all we... Th- the, the theories about Loch Ness are that it's, like, some kind of ancient um, dinosaur, essentially. like a, a Basically, sea- yeah. And those existed. Like, yeah. those are real. That's <laughs> we, why it's we very got them possible bones, that dog. at one point they ex- it existed. Yeah. Yeah. At one point there was some creature in that lake that was... Because that is one of the deepest lakes in the world. Right. So there's high possibility that something lived down there yeah. for a long so time. So that is my... I believe it's... I believe it, it did exist. So here's the kind of weird thing. Like, I believe that dinosaurs existed, right? We have all this <laughs> evidence, right? But I think, like, specifically the Loch Ness Monster is something that I... Like, I don't remember... I meant to look that up, like, when the first kind of, like, people were, like, starting to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like, when the first... You know, the first kind of accounts or reports of it was happening. But, like, wasn't it, like... I mean, like, it's been around for... I don't know. I mean, it's probably dead. Uh, That's what I'm saying. I mean, it could have babies or, you know... First of all, and secondly, like, it... Like, functionally, it existed. Like, it was a real thing, if we're going with that theory that it was, like, a dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, like, there's... It should be up past the zombies line, or on the zombies line, where it's, like, this is a real thing. I just don't think it exists today. Like, I feel like these are asking, like, does it exist today? And I'm like, no, because it died, because it was a living thing, and... As such, it must have died. Well, so that's something we didn't specify at the beginning. Is yeah. That, is it, did they exist did ever or did they exist now? Oh. Right. We didn't think about that's that when true. making our lists. I mean, Lauren did. Uh, I did. <laughs> but, For, but, and, but honestly, only in terms of Loch Ness Monster. I, see. I didn't really this apply one, to others. I have Leviathans above the yes, it does exist line and below is Loch Ness. Because like, 
Leviathans, for instance, have come. That word has come to mean giant whales. We yeah. do have giant whales, mm-hmm. like that, and is they a are monsters. Super science fact. <laughs> um, and they could probably swallow a person, and no, not, they definitely could. Yeah, and not really break a sweat. Um, but would they? Have, have you them? seen that video of the orcas chasing the boat? It was terrifying. I've never been so scared no. of orcas in my whole life. They are like vicious, vicious animals. I don't know if you know that, but they they were following this boat like they were hunting it, and they were trying to knock it over. Was it like a big boat? Or? It was a speedboat. I mean, uh, uh, it wasn't a big boat. It was like a just had like an outboard motor. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they were like they were going as fast as they could, and uh, they were not outstriping these animals. And I was like, they were pissed. Well, I think they were just, they seemed like they were just doing it for fun because they were just like, boing, you boing, you boing, yeah, we're going to eat you. And it's like, well, I was so, it I was would much prefer to be eaten, Yeah, it was. At that point, at that point, I would have been the person that was like, do we have something that we can whack them with? Yeah, <laughs> Where's right. the thing that I don't want to kill them, but can I just like smack them on the nose and be like, no. And they are just known for know. like their evolving hunting practices because they've done this thing where on an ice flow, a seal will take refuge on ice flows mm-hmm. to get rid of them, and they can't get them because there's ice. Yeah. But what they do is they, as a group, three of them will rush it, and then the water will go over the ice flow and uh. pull the seal off, and then they eat the seal. Wow. And it is like, these are terrifying creatures. They're smart enough to like evolve their hunting. Yeah. So, anyway, the whole point is that there are tons of... Um, when the polar ice caps melt... I literally Wait, had a break. <laughs> yeah, I literally had a breakdown when I was a kid because I watched Waterworld and was like, "This is happening! Yeah. This is gonna be my life!" And I like cried and cried and cried. This is why I'm afraid of that reality because <laughs> then we're gonna Waterworld. be because we're gonna be in the water with orcas. <laughs> <laughs> They're vicious because the polar ice caps are gonna melt. We're all gonna be on boats, and then the orcas are gonna be everywhere. And Free Willy is still alive, and he is pissed. <laughs> There's gonna he be remembers a, what we did. To there him. is gonna be a reckoning. That no. one kid is going to be fine, but the rest of us. No, that poor whale that they. The and then he like moves on to the. The the poor whale that was released that was Free Willy. Um, they released him off the coast of like Norway or something, and he never assimilated into like orca life. He never found a pod. He just stuck with humans and like was like uh, just trolled the shores for like people mm. to hang out with, and it was really sad. That is kind of sad. He doesn't know how to be an orca because we fucking broke him, yeah. and then we're like, oh, put him back in the wild. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so, but by that same <laughs> logic, still Leviathans. Still Leviathans. by that same logic, though, the logic that like these things actually existed at one point, mm-hmm. I would have put dragons much higher on the list as well. That's, because, that's like, why I put dragons. The so evolution high. is like, yeah. and the broad d- definition of the term, yeah. like, anything can. Be, we have Komodo dragons done. Yeah, right well, like, I, we're talking specifically about like lizards that can fly, that are huge, big lizards that can fly. Sure, but I mean, like, point is, it's so broad, and also evolution is a thing that like. At some point, there might have been a big lizard that could fly. Yeah, like there was a pterodactyl. Yeah, that was well. Yeah, that was my that was my argument. Is that like probably they're like we they probably still exist, but their ancestors were what we think of. Yeah, and they yeah maybe and, um, and maybe yeah. the big ones existed to a point. They could have been alive during medieval times. Like they could have existed all the way through that. Because we think of like right like Saint. St. George who yeah. killed the dragon and it's like oh the dragon is a metaphor but maybe it's not but also if you see those like those pictures of St. George killing the dragon it's just like a big lizard it's not even like yeah it's like it's not like horse a fire breathing yeah. dragon it's not even as big as a horse it's also like, St. George I don't know was a liar no fucking liar some people hypothesize that dragon is 
kind of a code for Turk. Oh, no. <laughs> in a way. And, like, it's not a derogatory term because they identified, uh, they had the Order of the Dragon. That mm. was an Ottoman, you know, seal and things. Um, anyway. Okay. Anyways. Um, let's so keep going. Giant is next. I put giant at number nine. So, so n- number nine and above is my, we talked about that line of just things I don't think exist. Yeah. So, giant is the last thing on my list that I that think, think is very plausible. I've got mine at number six. Yeah. Mine is at uh, number, so, okay. Are we talking about giants as in, like, Bigfoot, or are we talking about, like, giants? I'm talking about Andre the Giant. Yeah. Are we? I'm talking about Andre. <laughs> My, he's got a posse. I'm in it. I'm talking about <laughs> yes. I'm talking about like Jack and the Beanstalk kind of giant. Not necessarily that they live in a cloud, but right, like, right. But like just like the huge. He would be so big that you wouldn't even reach his knee. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I and I think that this is another one of those situations where it's like, like we have there are recorded human beings being like ten feet tall. Sure. And you know between like eight and nine feet. Um. So yeah. Yeah. That's that's my like. That's what I used to rationalize it. This one, so Giants and Bigfoot, I kind of rolled together in a way um, because Bigfoot absolutely can't exist. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, there's a lot of scattered evidence. I'm not saying it does exist. To be clear, Bigfoot was not on the list, and they did not inform me until after I had written my list that Bigfoot was going to be added. Okay. And so I would have put Bigfoot way at the top because he definitely exists. Okay. He's real. So my explanation for this is Homo Flori... Homo... Floresiensis. Floresiensis. And this is a species of hominids that were found on the island of Java, on the island of Flores. Sorry, that's why they're called Floresiensis. Um, and they were like one meter in height, which is not very tall. Mm-hmm. They're like hobbit people. And they were living Cute. at the same time as modern humans, as Homo sapiens, as us. So it's not very far fetched that. Any other kind of creature could be living at the same time as Homo right. sapiens. Yeah. Imagine then that those Homo floresiensis, floresiensis, Imagine them meeting Andre the Giant, and they'd be like, "Well, yeah, we don't reach his knee." Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a he's a giant. Yeah. So I mean, depending on your definition of giant uh, and Bigfoot, I have Bigfoot at number four. So I'm just going to say that's giants at number four. Where are your actual giants? Uh, I had giants under the because I was thinking like Jack and the Beanstalk, uh, like so, so like super big, big giant. and that seems very implausible to me just because we would have seen some we have satellite by now. Yeah, yeah, we have. You would see that sucker on a satellite. <laughs> they can't live in clouds. That's not yeah. real. Maybe but, under the ground, but also there's less space there. I don't like know. very, and they'd be like hunched down. It'd be right. more sense for them to be tiny. <laughs> but like very large people, yes. Uh, yep. All right, Pegasus thirteen. Thirteen. Nope, mine's fourteen. Actually, Pegasus. You can't just change it. I, no, I did it. I forgot. I put the arrow oh, there. Them. I had eight. Because really, for Pegasus and for unicorns, like they're kind of like mermaids. Like I don't see scientifically how that would have worked. But you still ranked it much higher than we did. I ranked it one higher than mermaids because it is more likely. <laughs> first of all, unicorns. I mean, there are tons of horse-like things that have horns. Like a That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So like. Okay. That I'll give I, you that one. That's not, why I scored unicorns higher. Yeah. Than score, a Pegasus. Yeah. Whether or not they can only be seen by virgins is <laughs> a whole other point. But Pegasus seems harder a harder sell to me because they got the wings. Wings like that's yeah. just not evolutionarily speaking. It's hard to imagine both of those like those branches converging somewhere. Yeah, and like wings and front hooves. That doesn't seem 
Right. Especially since we all know that Pegasus is like Zeus's horse now and carries around his thunderbolt. So, <laughs> right. yes, we do know that. We all know that. Um, <laughs> I could see a like for the evolutionary path that I'm taking here is like horses go into the water, become sea flap flaps, and then become, <laughs> which is a manta ray, by the way. Right, right. With legs, with horse butt, uh-huh. and then learn oh. how to fly somehow. So they don't have front legs. But they have wings. Interesting. And they have back legs. Like, it's just straight Pegasus doesn't make evolutionary sense to me. Maybe, like, horses that could jump, like, they had to eat a specific fruit or something, and they had to learn how to jump really high to eat it. <laughs> to eat it. But then you have, like, but gazelle. Then, again, again, yeah. it's like, the only reason that a Pegasus would have wings is because someone's like, oh, if you ride a horse, it gets you somewhere really fast on the land. If I stick wings on it, then I can fly. I can get even faster. So we're looking at some, like, Dr. Dr. Moreau kind of thing. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So that's why I don't think they exist is because that's that's purely, like, to me, an example of purely just, like, human fantasy where it's like, what if I... Put wings on a horse. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of with mermaids. That's my like. Yeah, I. What if I put tits them. on a fish? What if I put tits on a fish? Boobies on a bird. <laughs> boobies on the fish. What else can we put boobies on? <laughs> this lion. <laughs> <laughs> boobies on. We got boobies on lions. We got boobies on boobies scorpions. on a snake. Boobies on a snake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that that is it. A Mayan or an Aztec. God uh, is like the snake thing with boobies. <laughs> no, the the naga is like a Indian Indian one. Okay, um, <laughs> it's just like a snake lady. Snake lady, lamia, <laughs> lamia as well. I don't know what that Egyptians is. love putting boobies on animals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't blame them. Got the lion, <laughs> bass was just a is cat, it? I guess. But then there's she the lion, the lion goddess. Had boobie. Anyways, <laughs> boobies on everything. Boobies on everything. Okay, so actually, I want to mention the the three that are in, in order on this list are Pegasus, Centaur, and Unicorn. And oh, I just want to mention that we just talked about Pegasuses, which I ranked at three. Centaurs I ranked at eleven, and Unicorns I ranked at twelve. Wait, wait, wait you ranked Pegasus, Pegasus at three? Uh, thirteen. I'm sorry. Oh, I was like, I'm sorry. I said three. What? I meant thirteen. Okay. So, and like, it, it, it occurs to me now that like. A unicorn is much more plausible than a centaur, which yeah. is like a half human. Yeah. I, I but did. also, like, I just want centaurs I know, to be right? more real. It's like how I feel about mermaids. Yeah. See, I put you know, I put I did the same thing where I put unicorns at thirteen, Pegasus at fourteen, centaurs at fifteen, because centaurs again is just putting boobies on a thing. <laughs> I have mermaids, centaurs, harpies, and Pegasus kind of all in the same area. Because, um, like, a unicorn is it is a horse with a corn or a horn. A corn? A corn horn. <laughs> okay. It's a unicorn. Got it. So it's, it's like. It's only got one corn. The, it's only got one corn <laughs> on its head. On its head. So, like, to me, that's like the least altered. Right. Right. Like, makes, that seems plausible. A Pegasus is literally just some asshole sticking wings <laughs> onto a horse. And then a centaur is bestiality. <laughs> right. Someone fucked a horse. Yeah. I just want the centaur. And again, evolutionary that's, speaking, that's just not going to I've happen. seen that on the internet, and it exists. <laughs> People do it. And no one's gotten pregnant so far. Well, not that we know about. That's gross. Why it are you gr- watching that? I feel like I do it consistently. I've seen a lot of things on the internet. The internet is well, like, like a real place. the fact that you were just place. like, ooh, me, me, me. No. <laughs> I saw that on the internet. I watched that. It's like, no, dude, you say that with shame and embarrassment. <laughs> I do not. I've seen lots of weird shit on the internet. It's like a, a little all, like badge. Matthew, we all see weird things on the internet. We don't volunteer that information. <laughs> exactly. <coughs> oh my god. I'm just trying to let you know I've seen some shit. I've seen some shit. And I believe in centaurs. 
And I think centaurs are very similar. Didn't a man die recently? Probably. I feel like that's a recent thing. Oh, God. I don't need to know. No. Nope. Let's move on to centaurs. Um, let's, move pa- let's move past centaurs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, let's move past centaurs. That would be awesome if centaurs and mermaids existed. That would be great. Um, so the tooth fairy does not exist. The tooth fairy is after centaur or unicorns, yeah, which we like kind of touched on. Yeah, that's the bottom of my list. I yeah. feel like more than implausible pixies is like a specific famous who's <laughs> decided to steal uh, teeth, yeah. children's teeth. That's a good point. Like, I don't even believe in your species, let alone you particularly. <laughs> yeah. So, like, get the fuck out of here. Although, there is a really great book called um, The Daughter of Smoke and Bone, which you both should read. I think you've told us about this yeah. before. Where there is a creature who has, uh, the main character is an agent of this creature who is collecting teeth. And there's a very specific reason that he's collecting mm-hmm, teeth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems all, like, fun and whimsical at first. And then you're like, holy shit! So... I think it was in one of the... Played. I think it was the Hellboy... The second Hellboy movie. They have um, tooth fairies and they're, like, little fairy things oh, yeah. that eat... But they eat bones. And they're... And they have... And they themselves have just, like, this huge, like, oh, grin. And, crazy. like, you know, so they're, like, really fucking scary... Because they like they're like flying kill. piranhas. Yeah. Mm, so awesome. I like that idea, but I still don't believe in them. I actually had the conversation with like a friend of mine who is a parent, and I was just like, "Yeah, I've started as as my as my husband and I start to think about kids. I'm like, what lies we're going to condone <laughs> uh, and tell our children? Um, and I was like, No, I just don't think I can do the tooth, tooth fairy. fairy. I just don't think I can do it, guys. Yeah, I because mean, I just don't believe in it so much. And like, and I was one of those children that my parents did. Yeah, like I had like a little pillow that stuck my tooth in. Yeah, and sometimes I, like the inconsistency of the tooth fairy, I think, is what broke it for me. It was because sometimes I'd get like, sometimes I would get money, like a dollar, and then sometimes I get like bubble gum, which made no sense. To yeah, me. <laughs> just like, damn, she is. <laughs> just trying to get you to lose more. She's gunning for my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> It's like here, have this drill. But I think, like, I think that there are other things that are kind of more magical, and the tooth fairy is just like a weird, like, I think it was created to make children not afraid. You know, it's like, oh, your teeth are coming out, and it was to give like, them like a bonus for losing their teeth, right? As opposed to being scared. That you know, sense. it's just like, oh god, my tooth fell out, or like sometimes it can hurt. You Although know, I or... did meet a child who was terrified of Santa and the Tooth Fairy because these were creatures that came into her house while she was sleeping. Yeah, which is yeah. reasonable. Which like valid as shit, little lady. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna sleep here. I'm gonna protect you from the Tooth Fairy. They will not come for your teeth tonight. <laughs> and like, I just, I slept in her room that night. I was like, you deserve it. <laughs> like, that's like your logic has. Swayed me. <laughs> I, I am now terrified of the tooth fairy as well. Thank you. I personally think I would lie to my children about everything. Just like things I don't even need being lied about. Like, just ask me where wind wind comes from, and I'll be like, oh, it's the trees sneezing. Gee, that's what I thought of. Counting the hobs, yeah. said, yeah. But I all the time. saw this thing where dad was, for no apparent reason, told his child that, like, Dragonflies have needles on their butts, why and if a- they land on you, they'll sew your mouth shut. What? That's a. Why would you do that? Yeah. I mean, that's a horrifying that's lie. A I'm not going to lie to my children about horrifying yeah. things. But then it's like, oh, good. Make your child afraid of dragonflies, <laughs> yeah. who are like the most. Like, they're up there with fireflies and ladybugs they're in cute. terms of like benevolent yeah. bugs, mm-hmm. like things I would actually touch as a kid. Like. Okay. Spiders when, being at the bottom. When I was a kid, um, I don't remember where we were. We were. We went to visit this warthog, 
he was like in an enclosure and there was a bunch of the I think they're acacia trees that have the huge thorns is that mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah so the guide was like telling us how poisonous they were and I was like they're not poisonous FYI <laughs> um, and I was like oh my god I have to be careful and then we were petting the, the warthog and then it started chasing me and so I ran and I got one of those thorns straight through my foot <gasps> and I, it hurt yeah. which was bad but then I thought I was gonna die because <laughs> I thought it was poison Aww. and I was crying and crying and I couldn't like even speak because and they're just like it's I'm sure it hurts and I was like it's poisonous and they're like no it's not like he said it's poisonous <laughs> so I was terrified. I, thought I, I feel like die. the tooth fairy is like I know that sounds different but I feel like the tooth fairy is up there kind of on that thing where it's just like there's this thing that your body does and it, it can be kind of scary right so instead we invented this thing to like make children feel like excited about losing their teeth instead of like right, that they yeah. were dying or yeah. something was wrong that's like with a them. weird thing though like your body does a lot of re- weird, scary shit. Like, why can't we? Why don't we have like a menstruation fairy? Or like, oh my god, you should menstruation fairy. You need to introduce it to your children. Yeah. If I have a daughter, if I have a son, I'll be like, buy her like a little gift basket every time. Right. Every that'll get expensive, well, especially if they're still doing the like has pads luxury them, you know. tax on yeah, tampons. Yeah, it'll be yeah, right. It'll be like tampons and chocolate. pads and chocolate. Yeah, and, like well, that's alcohol. the reason because it's not fun. And alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Be like, you know what? You yeah, you're are loving your old daughter. The reason, right? we <laughs> the reason we don't have a menstruation fairy is because it only happens to women, and because it's not like a fun thing that you can you can't really flip it and make it exciting, well, even with like tea. chocolate. I mean, losing your teeth. But you is fucking get painful. money. But yeah, you could get money. If somebody money. handed me a hundred dollar bill every time, yeah, like yeah, then, yeah, you could flip that. I would flip like. But yeah, I'm I'd not going to start paying my like twelve year old daughter, or <laughs> however old she is. Like, I mean, $100. you could give her like a dollar a day. Yeah. Oh, but then that's you, cute. but then you'd have to like Monitor rely it, on yeah. her to tell you when it's over. Oh God! So yeah, that becomes like a really weird that's intrusive weird. thing. Yeah. Like, she's like. Hiding her pads under her pillow so for we'll the menstruation fairy. Yeah, I, I'm we'll actually this. Uh, regretting this. I regret I brought yep, this up. <laughs> I do. Okay, next. We'll is, workshop it later. Yeah. The Phoenix. That sounds awesome. I, like, scientifically, that sounds like it can't exist at all. <laughs> yeah, like, Sorry. 14. I, I, it's higher than, uh, let's say, harpies, but lower than yeah. uh, Tooth Fairy. Mine is at 11. Yeah, like, now that I think about it, like, the idea of a creature who burns as a means of being alive, like, burns in fire, is... And uh, then is un- still alive. Right, is unrealistic to me. I mean, I can see a creature that uh, combusts. Sure. Because that happens. Like, it has happened. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense but a, a creature that habitually does this like all of its species <laughs> every does time it. every time it gets a little stupider and then it also is still alive at the end of it seems. but then also do they need to breed like that's a thing right like do they need to if they're I eternal not. there's one maybe that just it's is. It's like the firebird. There's only one. Like, literally, that's what a phoenix is. Like, <laughs> no, I know, but there's the phoenix, which is a Greek thing, and then there's the firebird, which is a Russian Slavic thing. Huh. Uh, and the firebird is like something that you can't catch. And so it's something it's that like people the white quest, deer. The white deer, the white yeah. stag. I see what you're saying. It's something people quest after and never find, never catch. Um, it's like Moby Dick. That too. Or the white stag. Yeah. But is it white? There's just a theme. The Firebird is probably 
fire colored. It burns like white. White. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so yeah, pretty un- implausible. Yeah, I put it down in the very. It's in like my bottom four. Yeah, because, for that the same reason. Where it's just kind of like, well, I. Go ahead. No, I, just exactly what you said. Was just like yeah, something that like explodes itself and then is reborn from the ashes and and like here's another thing that like nobody talks about. When it comes to phoenixes, or at least I haven't had that discussion, let's have that now. What is that? You burst into flames as an adult and rise as like a little baby chick. Not like a new egg, but like a baby chick. And you don't have any parents. And birds are like incredibly dependent on their parents for like the first couple of weeks of their lives until they like fly, right? To bring them food and stuff. Hmm. So if there's only one phoenix who's like throwing up... In that baby bird's mouth to, like, <laughs> sustain him until he's an adult and can set himself on Maybe fire it's the again. ashes. He eats the ashes? Maybe he eats the ashes, That's yeah. gross. <laughs> oh. But ashes, ashes, by definition, are, like... like Not nutritious. Yeah, it's like eating poop. Maybe. There's nothing sustainable. I mean, the bird it's, explodes into flame. What do you know about his biology? <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to discuss it right now. Like maybe they're. What if, what if it's, it's the like one a, creature that gets nutrition from ashes? What if it's I like a know. cuckoo and it goes into other birds' nests and mm. then bursts into flames and, and then kills the, a baby? Oh, that'd be a really cool. And way then to they're like, like, "I'm your baby," and then the birds are like, "That's a weird baby, but okay." And then also we had it. more than one. Maybe if it like when it bursts <laughs> into flames, it cooks the other babies and then just eats them until it's strong enough. Oh, to... Jesus. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Get real dark, but like, or it just burns the tree to the ground. Mother Nature, man. <laughs> Mother Nature is vicious. Yeah. Um, so phoenixes. No, eh. don't exist. Next, werewolves. werewolves. I put I put werewolves at number 12 because... Really? Yeah, I think 10. that... I think... Um, really? 10. Yeah. I put 6. Why? Because they're just people that are also wolves sometimes. Like, you could be a werewolf and I would know. I think you would know. Well, I would probably know because you're my sister. I yeah. Because I know her very well. But there's someone out there, a stranger who I don't know well, who's like, probably a werewolf. Scientifically, how how is that working for you? That you transmogrify into <laughs> a wolf and then you transmogrify back. You how were really focused work? on the science yeah, of this. Yeah, I thought that's what we were doing. No, just the plausibility. There are other vectors for like understanding the world and science. Science. Science is the only way. Well, we did an episode... On werewolves, and we discussed a lot about like in clinical like, lycanthropy. Yeah, there and so go. I feel like I feel like werewolves are our inner self coming out in like a really ugly way, versus like actually turning into a werewolf. So menstrual fairies. There, <laughs> yeah, and and I think right we talked about that where it's just like werewolves are a metaphor for male menstruation. Male menstruation. That's true. Um, uh, sure. We did mention that. I think werewolves exist because we they're the mo- they're just people, right? Like there are people everywhere. That turn into wolves. But we don't know that they turn into wolves. Like maybe they do sometimes. No, they don't. <laughs> what? They don't. People but, that are turned into wolves. I don't, like, I don't see every person all the time like I do. On the- <laughs> but, that's, but that's also like so that's also I mean, so X Men weren't on our list. But then that's also implying that there's some kind of uh mutant gene allowing them to physically change their DNA right. from one thing to another and back again. Maybe. And not necessarily at will, but not not at will. So, but like, maybe their DNA doesn't change. Maybe they that's part of their DNA, that, like, they have this weird thing. So, but how can you not change your DNA and then become a wolf? It's not like you're becoming, like, an actual wolf. You're, like, half wolf, half man weird thing. So, what you're, you're basing this on 
basically like you have no evidence to the contrary. Right, and I know that the absence of evidence is not the evidence of or yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But also, like, you can't prove a negative is the thing. Like, that's you can't true. prove that they don't exist. But I mean, in that case, like a ton all of, these of these would be yeah. all at the top of my list. So well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's not a super logical argument that I'm making. Right, right. But at right. the same time, like, I feel that if any creature, not maybe on this list, there's other ones, obviously, but like, that's a very plausible creature that like it's hiding in plain sight. That's the whole idea of the werewolf. Mm, mm. And so, like, to say that, like, oh, well, I don't believe it for all these reasons. It's like. Yeah, because it's hiding. It's doing what it's supposed to do. <laughs> like, so, so you're saying because it is highly plausible that this kind of creature could hide in our modern society, right? Okay, and that's like the the thing is that like because like the the myth of the werewolf is designed such that like its main feature is that it hides from Mm-mm. detection. Mm-mm. It eats people constantly. And, like, turns <laughs> well, into a wolf. Yeah. Those it, it turns into a wolf and it eats but people one of its and gets main features is that it can turn back from a wolf and be a normal person most well, of the time. Well, and people, like, the people who were legitimately, like, lynched or executed, if you want to call it that, uh, for being werewolves, like, almost always confessed. But their story was that it was, like, an extra, like, extraordinary power given to them by, like, the devil. Well, we already said demons are pretty plausible. Okay, I take it back. Werewolves are real. <laughs> All right. Um, vampires. Vampires and werewolves, I kind of have on the same. Oh, I put vampires on number six because here's... Whereas were, werewolves are humans that turn into wolves or wolf-like creatures, vampires don't have to turn into anything. It's true. Matt's face right they're now just, is They're like, just people. They're just people. And when we did <laughs> our, Just like werewolves. When we, did, when we did our vampire episode, we talked about um, like the psyche... Vampires. And you don't necessarily eat your blood, but your life essence. Right. And, and just there like are like historical joke, examples. Oh. I know a bunch of vampires. <laughs> <laughs> and there are historical examples of, like, real-life people who, like, bathe in blood and, like, mm. eat other... Rasputin was supposed to be one of the, like, psychic ones where oh, yeah? he it's, got... Yeah. And it's possible that, like, you can drink blood and get sustenance from blood. You'll get iron know. poisoning. Yeah, I don't know if you can necessarily do that with human blood. Mm, true. Um, so I had mine at nine. You had yours at six. Yeah. Emily? I had mine at 14. Yeah, interesting. Three I'd... down from werewolves. I apparently thought werewolves were more plausible than vampires. But now that you mention it, I really, I'm thinking it's the other way around because physically werewolves turning into another creature, that's really hard for me to... Even if it's a humanoid creature, it's like, I think we can all agree that, like, werewolves. Yeah, it's a. But there's there's a medical lycanthropy, too. That's like a real thing. But that doesn't involve shape shifting. It involves being real hairy, right? No, no. Medical lycanthropy is when they uh, they think that they're a wolf. Oh, I thought it was when they had hair as well. There was another. uh, That is like a mutant gene that makes people grow hair all over the place. But then they don't. Turn back into like non-hairy they, person. They get laser hair surgery. This is real. I watched it on Discovery Health. So what you're saying is that by some means they do turn back into a regular oh my God. person. No, they just they literally shave their hair. Mm-hmm. And it also affects women more than men. So hairy that ladies. Sucks. Mm-hmm. Um. So, anyways, uh, I think Why? vampires are pretty plausible too. Okay. But okay. yeah, I for had a lot of the reasons Lauren said, and like that there's historical examples, but also. I had them less plausible than werewolves because the the need to eat human blood to survive and live made them very 
unlikely to last a very long time in society from my from my opinion mm. like it makes sense they might have existed but they would be hunted eventually maybe because. like the Loch Ness monster where it was like you because of what you are you probably can't sustain your right into modern history makes sense I hear that I also like it makes me think of that I think we did talk about this on our vampire episode but um uh, was it called like The Last Lovers on Earth or something? It's a vampire oh, movie, yeah. and it's got Tom Hiddleston and Tilda. Right, yeah. And but I like that because it kind of shows. I think it's a good example of how like if vampires existed mm-hmm. in the modern day, how they would handle all of this. So like, in terms of like going to blood banks and and things like that, mm-hmm. as opposed to like murdering people, like mm-hmm. they would kind of try to get past that yeah. because, like you said, that's not sustainable. Interesting. Um, What's the next one? Genies. Genies. So let's pretend that we're talking about like wish granting genies as opposed to gins because gins is kind of a nebulous concept. But like we're talking about like from a lamp, three <laughs> wishes, whatever. You, I feel like that is at the bottom of my list. Um, ten. Just it's mine. Seventeen. Yours is ten. Yeah. Apparently, I thought it was more plausible than an elf or a tooth fairy or a unicorn. Interesting. Mine was just more that. plausible than demons and angels. I don't know about that one, though, frankly. I might revise that. I like the idea of a genie, and that might be what I was going on. I think I put mine right next to demons because I thought I was thinking of gin as opposed to genies. I put mine at 19. Yeah, I would put just it... Just above tooth fairies. I would put it above tooth fairies as well. I think this is a case where, like, there were some that I thought were less plausible or uh, less plausible than the, G- the genie, so he just got pumped up, like, yeah, artificially. Yeah, it was like the harpies. I didn't have like, like a real opinion about it. Yeah, yeah. I think um, in terms of like demons, you know, like if if like Emily said, you're thinking of like a djinn, which is like a demon, but like genies, I think specifically of like a thing that's like trapped and and part of its like attempt to become free is to grant you wishes, mm-hmm. like that just. That's the part that I'm like, okay, if that's what makes a genie a genie and not a djinn, then I don't think genies exist. Why? The granting but, wishes? The granting wishes. What about the granting wishes is, like, implausible to you? Um, that seems very magical. Yeah, and, and, and too, well, so because... Gins, though. I'm sorry, there's, like, a fun sound in the kitchen. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I think it's that, like, that idea that, like, you stumble across this, like, vessel... And then it's like, hey, you want, what do you want? And then the, the idea that you might actually get that thing. <laughs> like, I mean, it, to me, it's like. That's a 20, very 2017 attitude. Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> We're I mean, millennials. <laughs> we don't it's get like, what we it's want. Like buying a, it's like buying a lottery ticket, right? It's right. like, I think that's the metaphor here is that like, you will just have this like amazing luck that will somehow open all the doors for you. And that one, that won't be tainted. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, that it won't come, you know, with any strings attached. I think part of this uh, wish granting thing is similar to like demons. Um, it's this whole demons gin thing because like demons supposedly they can grant you wishes, but they're not something that does, they can't create things that don't already exist. So, if you, for instance, wish for a million dollars, you're taking that million dollars from somebody. Hmm. So you'll either be like a drug lord or like, you know, there, there will be strings attached. Right. Maybe you stole the million dollars. So they can't create something that doesn't exist. Whereas gins, it seems, are the same. Like they, they, so they're trying to kind of lure you down the wrong path. 
hmm. in that they're offering you something they can't actually give you. And that seems just, to me, it just seems more of like a philosophical thing than an actual creature that exists. It's like kind of that idea of like, if it, if you found a genie, and it's more like this mental exercise that uses this creature as like a That's cautionary tale, a point. as opposed to a thing that actually existed, and people were like, no, this really happened to me, and it's like... Were you really dehydrated in a desert? (laughs) (laughs) Or were you just thinking about life and how we make choices and that they affect other people, even if we don't see those effects? Now that you mention it... That got too deep, sorry. No, but, like, honestly, this could be just something that old storytellers used as, like, a device. Mm -hmm. Like, a storytelling device that eventually people are like, oh, yeah, genies exist. (laughs) Because people are talking about them. Yeah, I've heard so many stories. Um, But it's basically, like, a device to show the person's character. Mm. You know? Interesting. All right, that's fair. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, zombies. We already talked about zombies, didn't we? Yep, they're real. Yeah, yep. awesome. So we also have uh, Bigfoot and aliens. Bigfoot, I, we talked about it a little. Homo yeah. florian, flora, floresiensis. Well, we talked about, yeah, we talked about like giants and, and non anti giants, but we didn't talk about like the Bigfoot myth about like okay. the guy who's hairy. And big yeah, so so I think focus. so we He's at out this of focus, yeah. So we at this table would put. So, so now these are two things that were not on the list that we're saying probably should have been on the list. Yeah. Where would you guys put your Bigfoot? My, Regardless I, of like... I put him towards the top. I yeah. put him at number four. Yeah, I was yeah. like five maybe. I definitely I agree. believe that a Bigfoot could exist. Yeah. Bigfoot is definitely above my line of yeah. plausibility. Yeah, and there's like great apes and like maybe it's just like an American great ape. Or yeah. boreal. Or like a... A really hairy dude who like speaks English and is fine, but just doesn't want to hang out with people. And so, lives in the woods. Yeah, so exactly. Bigfoot, Bigfoot, and Sasquatch. Yeah, same. same kind of. Are same, and, and then Yeti, a little snowman, and, and Yeti. Yeah, yeah, same thing. So it's, it's all the same idea. It's just more about like geographically where they live. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and um, I once had a kid. I used to work at a summer camp, and one of the campers was obsessed with cryptozoology. And one of the other counselors was really dismissive of him. Like, oh, you're just, you know, living in a fantasy world. And I was like, well, okay. First of all... Like, do you like movies? Because you are too. Right. Giant squids were on the cryptozoology list until very recently. Right. And be like Homo floresiensis, you know... You can't say that this doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Evidence of absence doesn't, or absence of evidence isn't evidence of absence. That's true. Like, you can't say any of these things don't exist. Especially because, like, you guys both mentioned this, but it's like, we know more about the surface of the moon than we do about certain parts of our planet. Yeah. And we are, as human beings, still trying to develop the technology to understand things about ourselves yeah but then also other species yeah Mm -hmm. so we're constantly discovering new things and we know that there's like even just terms of like like insects that there are you know billions of different kinds of insects and we know like a fraction of them and and modern day like natural history um Scientists, you know, of all different kind of categories, agree that it would probably take us another like several hundred years before we would know, like, yeah, before we could be able to like even begin to like scratch the surface of that. So stuff is constantly growing. I think it's what this list is about. Like, I think what we're trying to do is say like, okay, based on what we do know, how likely is it that yeah. this thing could exist? Based on like you said, like the sightings around the world and like kind of the cultural implications but also the science of it and Bigfoot's just one that I think is like to be to be determined 
He's a TBD. 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 What about aliens? Totally. Yep. Yeah, I mean, so I took <laughs> number this, one. I took this course in college. This was my math credit. It was astrobiology. <laughs> it was fantastic because the exam, by the way, I had to identify forty stars in the sky. That oh, was neat. fun. Um, but it talked astrobiology specifically is about life on other planets, um, and they talked about the tests that they do. There's like this test that they used to do. They don't do it anymore because of this um, that they dumped like organic matter onto the surface of whatever planet and like analyzed whatever um came out of that so any uh gases or whatever any chemical reaction that happened they um they've done this test they've done this test on the moon and uh, i believe on mars as well and when the first time they did it on mars they dumped some organic matter and there was a instant reaction and they're like well, there's life on Mars. Because we like, put it there. Ah! Well, no, because the, the idea is that something is consuming this organic matter. Oh, I see. And there's a reaction to this organic okay. matter. Um, but it turns out... That doesn't necessarily cost Mars is life. coated with hydrochloric acid. Yeah. <laughs> and so the hydrochloric acid was reacting with the organic matter. Yeah. Um, but... It's just like these really interesting things. Like, but where did the acid come from? And like, why is well, it's it there? Yeah. And then, you know, like, wh- who, like, ugh, so I, I agree. This is that uh, term, what is it? Absence of evidence. Is it evidence of absence? That's the motto of SETI, which <laughs> is the uh, organization that is looking for mm-hmm. extraterrestrial life. And you can actually uh, task your computer. You can give them like access to certain to processing power on your computer to help sort yeah. through signals on uh, that they receive yeah and creepy it's creepy I think that because we know that other galaxies exist I kind of I kind of feel like who's to say that life on a di- in a different galaxy on a planet that may or may not be similar to ours but like couldn't be like evolving at the same rate so if we're like not at a place where we can like put you know sustain human life for the bajillion miles or whatever yeah. it would take to get to another planet. planet or galaxy or whatever, then, you know, who's to say that they're not on, like, kind of the same level? Yeah, I absolutely and, believe there is life on other planets. I don't know that I believe there's life on other planets that can get here. Right, I exactly. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think they're in, like, our solar system, per yeah. se, mm-hmm. or maybe even in our galaxy, but yeah. I think it is a little, like, statistically. To... Yeah, it's statistically unlikely that there is not life on other planets. And that's planet. what I was about to say, is that, like, uh, the Drake equation <coughs> kind of should be telling us that there's, like, life around every, like, rock and every, like... Yeah, every that's, bo- that's... Heavenly body has its own alien. But, like, even without... Even with, like, the most conservative estimates, it's still, like... It's they're, statistically they're unlikely, somewhere. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I think the so. best thing that could happen, though... I mean, and... Like I said, coming from a place where it's like, oh, I just... I think they're probably on par with us <laughs> as far as, like, their technology, and that's why they're not coming to us and we can't get to them. But... I think it would be, like, amazingly humble for human beings on this planet. Like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I kind of, I still... Talking about things I wish were real is fucking Star Trek, where they get the warp drive, and then everything's like, money goes away. And, like, <laughs> it's like, everything is done for the good of humanity and to lift it up and to be, like... Diverse with aliens and uh. you guys should really uh, read a long way to a small angry planet because it's a very realistic portrait of 
the outer how things would go in outer space for instance humans are very much a side character in this <laughs> because they they're like this backward society that yeah. they fucked up their own planet and they had a colony on mars but the planet earth just collapsed basically and then they have these colony ships so we have the colony on mars which is like rich people mm-hmm. and the colony ships which is like the rest of everybody <laughs> and so humans have this huge divide of like <laughs> The meat-eating, because they brought cattle and whatnot to Mars, with the meat-eating bourgeoisie, basically, that live on Mars. And then these, like, they had to cultivate these massive bugs, bug colonies, to keep everyone fed with protein. Mm -hmm. So they're, like, bug-eating everybody else, everyday man kind of thing. And it's, once they got, the colony ships got to, like, the nearest habitable civilization, they're, like... Who the fuck are you? And they get to this planet, and they're like, there's bugs everywhere. And they just start eating the bugs. And the planet, the people on that planet were like, okay, like, <laughs> go for it. <laughs> like, all the bugs you can eat. You can eat all of our bugs. And like now that's like, that kind of bug is a main staple of the human diet. Hmm. And it's just, and the rest of the uh, civilizations out in the galaxy really look down on them and like consider them a charity case. <laughs> yeah. In a lot of ways. I believe it. So it's... It's quite a good book. What's this book called again? It's called The Long Way to a Small Angry Planet. Um, And it's got a lot of, like, weird gender-fluid characters, but also, like, this one character who's infected by a disease, and his whole society is infected with this disease. At, like, birth, they get infected. Mm. And it helps him, like, see through space and, like, navigate and do all these crazy things, but it's also slowly killing him. Mm. So their life expectancy is typically that of a human, but with this disease, it's, like, 30. Mm. And so he's dying, and they're like we can help you. We can just vaccinate you and get rid of this disease. And he's like, how dare you? This is part of who I am. Like, you can't tell me how to live my life, that kind of thing. And they're like, but like, you're dying though. <laughs> yeah. And it, it is really interesting. Yeah. Okay. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens are awesome. Anyway, I think we should do a whole episode on aliens. I think so too. That'd be really interesting. We can do that later. But, um, yeah, yeah. now we got to figure out our sign-off. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, If you want, you can send us your list and your um, uh, reasoning for it at suggestions at lifenarrated.com. I would love to tear it apart for you. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Uh, maybe do, like, your top five. Yeah. But it's a very interesting exercise. I hope everybody, like, especially especially if you're like us and you really love magical creatures and stories about them, uh, it's a really fun way to kind of analyze your thoughts about something that uh, we kind of take for granted as fictional and try to apply it to the real world. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think any of these would really have made a very good... um, a podcast in itself that won any of these that we haven't already done, for instance. Right. But um, I think that altogether it's interesting to think about. So maybe yeah. angels and demons. Maybe maybe email us about like what things you would put boobies on and what you <laughs> yeah. would, what you would name that creature and, <laughs> and what would it do? Yeah. Boobies on a chicken. Boobies on a chicken. Think about that. Okay. All right. Yeah. So thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.